afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm really glad you're all with us today. We've got a wonderful show planned out for you. I just had an amazing weekend with one of my teachers, so I am pumped about doing the show today. I hope you guys are also uh, uh, anxiously awaiting what we have in store for you today. Um, and of course, as always, we're on the Facebook live stream. Uh, please uh, feel free to check us out. You can find us on uh, facebook.com slash talk radio NYC. Um, so, of course, we start off, as we always do, with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. To kick us off, let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Dreams create their own pathways if you don't try to force things. Taking action summons miracles whether you recognize them or not. And it's never too late in the day for breakfast. Dream on, wild thing, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes of the day from the, the universe. And Mike Dooley in the universe reminding us that it's never too late in the day for breakfast. I really love the universe because I love breakfast all times of the day. Um, but also uh, the universe, you know, being playful with us because... We can actually learn a lot while we're being playful. Um, and thank you for the thumbs up on the Facebook live stream. Um, dreams create their own pathways if we don't try and force things. You know, we have a tendency sometimes, like we get these dreams, sometimes big dreams, bodacious dreams, but we think it has to happen a certain way at a certain time. And that's not really the way dreams work. And when we take action, miracles follow. Uh, you know, it's often interesting. Sometimes you hear people say, oh, wow, did you see how lucky that guy is? Yeah, it's amazing how lucky he is after working so hard. Because we often forget that, yes, everything follows our energy. Everything follows our dreams and our intentions and what we put out there. But part of what we put out there is the energy we put in behind our actions. So when we put action out there that's aligned with our energy and our dreams, those actions create miracles. You know, they say the old expression, you know, if we take, you know, one step uh, towards the universe, the universe will take 20 steps towards us. You know, when we're truly in alignment and truly embodying our hopes, our dreams, our desires, and, and what our life's purpose is, you know, we don't have to kill ourselves. We don't have to go crazy with our actions. But when we do take actions, the results are amplified. And that's what happens when we first align our energy with our hopes, our dreams, our desires. And then we move from that place. The resistance is cut down so much less that even tiny actions can yield amazing results. So, yes, when we take actions, they do some miracles. Sometimes we recognize them. Sometimes we don't. That's where faith and trust comes in. You know, if we trust and we believe 
that the universe is conspiring to help us. The universe is not conspiring against us. The universe is constantly conspiring to our favor to help us then the miracles will come. We may not always see them. We may not always recognize them because sometimes in the moment, uh, you know, we don't uh, see the miracles. Sometimes in the moment, we don't quite see what the implications, we don't quite see the consequences of what's going on where, but a year later, five years later, 10 years later, all of a sudden that action that happened 10, 15 years ago, all of a sudden we recognize how that has led us to an amazing place. So again, let's keep the faith. A wonderful quote from the universe. All right, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Abraham says, you are perceptual beings with different vantage points, and it does not matter how much information is given, you cannot see beyond the vibrational limits of where you are standing. You cannot live or see or experience outside of your own individual beliefs. Abraham. See, now two quotes that are very much in alignment with each other, um, really talking about, you know, again, our, um, you know, what we can see and what we can't see. And what Abraham is saying here is that we really can't perceive things beyond our own energetic vibrational frequency uh, boundaries that you know, we're only able to perceive things within the extent to which we are aligned with source energy, aligned with that essence that is truly us deep inside. Um, when we t focus too much on, oh, I'm just this physical being separate from everything else here, and I'm just kind of bumping into things, and, you know, I don't really have control over anything, and, you know, there's all this chaos happening in the world. And the more we limit ourselves, then we can only perceive, we can only see things up to that limitation, and and it's so interesting because especially I see this in the opposite of this in in the people I know who have truly had a profound experience of what it is like to be a spiritual being in a physical body. Those people who are fortunate enough to transcend the physical and truly be connected to the pure energetic source that we are. That those people, because of that connection, are really able to see things differently than most people and able to see things and perceive things beyond what we're normally able to perceive and see. And that's really what Abraham is talking about here. So, you know, we may not feel like we're really seeing things clearly, that we're really being aware of, of what's going on in the subtle realms. But the more we do things like meditation, the more we develop our individual spiritual practice, you know, the more we engage in things like shamanic rituals and mystic experiences, the more we have those kinds of uh, uh, experiences and perceptions in our life, the more we're able to perceive them in our lives. The more we kind of dance and play in the energetic worlds, the greater our 
ability to perceive what's going on in those subtle energetic worlds. Ah, thank you so much, Alex. Glad you could join us on the Facebook live stream. Actually, let me give a little love on the Facebook live stream. Thank you, Kate, Anthony, Zena, Carla, and Alex, my dear, dear friend, for joining us on the Facebook live stream. So this is a wonderful Abraham quote about how we really can't live or see past where our beliefs really are. And I really think, like, if you look at people you know in your life who have that belief that we're more than just these physical beings, have that belief that we are interconnected um, spiritual beings of light, you'll notice that they actually perceive things different. They live their life differently. And things just happen around them differently because the more we develop our frequency, our vibration, the more we line up with this idea that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, the more we're able to really tune in and tap into it. It's it's kind of like if you're a radio receiver, right? Let's say I have an old transistor AM, FM radio receiver, but the bandwidth, I can only go from like, you know, 90.1 to 100.3 on that radio receiver. You know, those are the only stations I'm going to be able to listen to. I'm going to be able to perceive or be aware of. But then let's say I I get a newer one and all of a sudden it goes down to like 80.7 and up to 105.6. Now I've got a wider bandwidth. I can listen to more radio stations. I can hear more different types of music. I can perceive things differently. I hear things differently. So it's the same thing. It's, It's kind of like the more limited we are in our beliefs, the more limited we are in our experiences. The more limited we are in our experiences, the more limited we are in our imagination. The more limited we are in our imagination, the more limited we are in our perception, the more limited we are in what we're able to perceive. And this is like magnified and amplified, especially, especially when it comes to those subtle energetic and spiritual realms, more so than any other asset or facet of life. So this is why I believe so deeply why it's important to have a spiritual practice, why it's important to really engage in you know, meditation in religious, not religious, spiritual studies, vibrational things, even scientific stuff. It's like the more you can understand even quantum physics and, 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 and cosmology and really the study of the universe and how it's put together, like then it opens our minds up. It opens up our intellect to, to perceive that way as well. So, yeah, yes, Alex, uh, discipline daily practice is so, so important because, again, it's called a practice for a reason. It's not something that we just do once and, oh, that's it, I'm enlightened, you know, how I can perceive all the spiritual realms. No, it's something that's a practice that we work on day by day by day. As a matter of fact, I, I was at a, a conference in um, 
California recently from the Evolutionary Business Council, and there was a wonderful gentleman there by the name of Daniel Gutierrez, and I'm, and I, I'm hoping to get him on the show next time he comes to New York. And he was talking about how he was leading a group in Peru at a time that there was this massive strike and kind of a bit of an uprising in Peru. And he he had this group of people that he was leading and he's responsible for. And he basically kind of told us the story of like how he got through it. But he said like he was only able to be present. He was only able to lead this group and find a solution that turned into something amazing, even though it wasn't what they expected to do because of his practice. That by having this daily practice, whether it's meditation, qigong, yoga, uh, um, you know, uh, exercise, whatever your daily practice is, like how that practice serves us then when we're confronted with a difficult situation. And again, this goes back to our quotes of the day from Abraham that, you know, the more we align ourselves with that practice, the more we study and practice and meditate and, 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 you know, seek out different points of view, different experiences, you know, meditate with monks and meditate with gurus and meditate, you know, with yoga teachers and, and meditate with healers and just all kinds of stuff to open ourselves up to these different experiences um, that then will uh, help to align ourselves to a different energy, a different perception, a different vantage point in our life. So two amazing and wonderful quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Welcome, Survey, Dennis, and Jonathan to the Facebook live stream. Glad you guys could join us. When we come back from my break, hopefully our guest will call in. We're going to try and uh, find out where she is. So we have an amazing show lined up for you. So please, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow me friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're, we're your digital, digital connectors, connectors. Woo what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm so glad you guys are with me today. Um, Our guest is MIA at the moment, but we're trying to get a hold of her and hopefully she'll call in. But our topic today is really about conscious wealth creation. And um, uh, thank you, Anthony. Um, I'm glad that... uh, the, the words in our quotes of the day in the first segment resonated with you. And please, for everybody on the Facebook live stream, uh, please feel free to type in your comments in the comment section below the video, and I'll answer your questions and include you in the conversation as much as I can. Um, so we're talking about sort of conscious creation today. And the reason why, I mean, this is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, uh, because although I, I am very much, how shall I say, I'm very much concerned and very much focused on sort of the energetic and spiritual side of life, I also believe in being grounded. I also believe that, you know, we live in this world for a reason. We're here to do something and... Like, by if we ignore the physical side of life, if we ignore, you know, what it means to create a, um, a good family life, a good business, a good uh, job opportunity, you know, whatever it is, whatever you do, if we ignore that physical side, then we're not really grounding this spiritual, energetic side um, into this day-to-day world. And so we're all here to, to, to learn and connect and to bring more of that energy into this world. Um, because if we weren't, we wouldn't be here, right? We're here for a reason. And so, you know, if you uh, believe in energy, if you believe that we're, you know, spiritual beings having a physical experience, then it's important for us to ground that experience into this life. Because if we're going to pursue spiritual practices, if we want to meditate more, the more we're in alignment and the more we're able to better able to support ourselves so that we don't have to worry how we're going to pay the rent next month when we don't have to worry whether we have enough food or clothing or enough food in our stomach that we're not growling you know the better able we are to practice self-care and take care of ourselves the freer we are to explore these spiritual energetic worlds and and the 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 better able we are to to really be conscious co-creators and look are there a lot of unconscious people out there with a lot of money absolutely are they a good example to follow in my personal opinion no absolutely not so what do we need to do is give this world an alternative to that unconscious way of creating wealth and abundance. And in order to do that, we have to embody those characteristics ourselves. 
You know, money and abundance in and of itself, there is nothing good or bad about it. It is completely neutral. You know, I like to say, you know, money is like a hammer, right? You can use a hammer to build a house or you can use a hammer to bash somebody's head in. It's not about the hammer. Yes, there are better quality hammers and lesser quality hammers, but it's about how we use it. It's about how conscious we are with our choices around the hammer. The same way it's about our conscious choices around how do we create wealth, abundance, how do we live a life that's sustainable, that's in harmony with nature, and in harmony with our own hearts, our own bodies, our own minds, our own spirits. You know, we're, we have this very Newtonian way of thinking about the world, that we're discrete and separate particles. Now, you know, Newton came up with the idea of, of, of molecules and atoms and protons, electrons and neutrons as being these discrete and separate particles. But the truth is, the deeper and deeper we look into things, we're not separate and discrete from anything else in the universe. As a matter of fact, the closer and closer and closer we look at these discrete particles, the less and less and less we actually see. And the closer and closer we look, the more we find that what we thought was a solid little chunk of matter is really nothing more than an energy field. And that's what we're made up of. So what does that mean? If even the tiniest point uh, that we can see with our current technology is starting to not act like a particle, but more like a wave and is no longer something solid, but more like a probability field or an energetic field, if that's our fundamental component of what we're all made of, then is that all we are? Is this physical solid being? Is this table nothing but some discrete, separate physical entity from ourselves? Not at all. Not at all. There's this flow that's constantly happening. There's this back and forth, this interrelation between us. And as a matter of fact, when you get together with another being be it human, animal, mineral, vegetable, not only is there a connection between us, but in that connection creates a field, this field of relationship, because we all relate to one another through some kind of relationship. And that relationship creates this field between us of how we connect and are we moving towards each other or backing off from each other? Are we feeling what it's like to be in the presence of each other or not? Are we interpreting what the other person is feeling, thinking, or saying in an accurate manner? Or we, do we have these filters over our senses that are reinterpreting what those feelings are? So when it comes down to even the practical things, this idea, this 
feeling that we are interconnected. This is not something to just think about when we're in, when we're in our yoga class or meditating. This is something that needs to be a part of our entire life, of our entire day. Now, look, this, this, this may not necessarily be the easiest thing to figure out how to integrate into our day-to-day life. And it does not mean that we have to get it all right, right away. And it does not mean that we have to be perfect this afternoon. It is a process and a practice. And it's something that we work towards and we take and play towards in a very step-by-step manner. And look, we're human beings. There's an ebb and flow. And some days we're going to do better and some days we're not going to do as good. And that's okay. If we can be gentler with ourselves, if we can be kinder to ourselves, if we can be a little less critical of ourselves and know that we are all doing the best we can with what we have at the time, then we can not only continue our path and our development each and every day, but we can do it in a kinder, gentler fashion so that we can actually enjoy it instead of making it so much work. It it never ceases to amaze me how many people look at their spiritual development as something they have to work at and work at and work at like, you know, we're building a building and we have to, you know, break boulders and dig deep holes in the ground and lift heavy girders. It doesn't have to be so laborsome. And the more we can infuse our joy, the more we can infuse our enthusiasm, the more we can infuse the energy of play into our development, the more we can enjoy every single step along the way. You know, I've said it before on the show and I'm going to say it again because it is such an important lesson. You cannot have a happy ending to an unhappy journey. If we're struggling and struggling and and, and killing ourselves and not taking care of ourselves throughout our life, what makes us think that we're going to have a happy ending to our life? But if we have a happy, joyful, aligned, and enthusiastic presence about us as we're going through our day-to-day life, then we will surely have a happy, playful, enthusiastic ending to our life. Somebody once said, How we live our life is how we end our life. And if you want to pass from this incarnation to the next, from this lifetime to whatever comes after, if you want to go that way in a joyful manner, then let's work towards being more and more joyful 
and aligned with who and what we truly are each and every day. Because it's in those little moments between when we get up in the morning, when we go to work, when we're in our cars or riding the subways or buses, when we're interacting with people, we don't even know who they are. Do we give them a smile or a frown? Do we help them pick up something that they dropped on the ground? You know, do we push past them or do we allow them the space to walk in front of us? It's in those little choices and those little decisions and how we show up in all of those little moments that determine what kind of day we have, determine what kind of week we have, what kind of month we have, what kind of year we have, and what kind of life we have. So being a conscious creator of abundance is not just about how many zeros are in our bank account or how many ones with zeros after them are in our bank account. It's about how we create the energy of our day-to-day life. So let me know what you think. Thank you, Nicole, Lana, and Priya. Very good to see you, Priya, for joining us on the Facebook live stream. How do you create a more joyful life? What kind of awareness and consciousness do you bring to your life? Let me know. We'll continue to discuss this in our next segment. And uh, if we're lucky, we'll find our guest. So everyone stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been talking all about living a conscious uh, life of creating uh, wealth and abundance in our life and not just in our pocketbook. And uh, talking about aligning with energy, we did manage to find our guest today. I am very pleased to introduce you to Lucy uh, McMonagall, who is the mystic wealth creator who focuses on mentoring conscious mystical entrepreneurs to create more freedom in their business and life through conscious wealth creation so they can make a big impact in the world and leave a wonderful legacy. She is an expert on energy clearings and empowers others with her unique approach, blending practical tools with spirituality that enables hidden blocks to be transmuted. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Lucy. Thank you, Sam. I so appreciate you. Ah, thank you so much. Um, so, Lucy, uh, since uh, it's a little bit late in the show, we can... Um, uh, uh, we'll, we'll do kind of an abbreviated version of, um, uh, uh, of your background. So uh, just tell us a little bit around how, of, of what your journey was like, of like kind of how you started off. Um, were you always, um, you know, kind of on this mystical, spiritual path, or was there something that developed later in life, and, and how you came to be doing the work that you're doing today? I, I wasn't always like this, and the the circumstances of my life is I grew up very, very poor, and I see my mother struggle and my grandmother struggling, and I even started struggling when I was at a young age, and I wanted to end this misery that not only me, but my family was suffering from, and I had to find some way to move out of that. And through that, I made a decision to break the poverty vows that were mm-hmm. attached to my family and attached to the generations that came before me. And so um, when you say, like, break those poverty vows, you know, what are you actually talking about? Because, you know, many people will say, well, I don't have any poverty vows. I want lots of money. Yet somehow they're not bringing it into their life. So what I'm saying is a lot of times decisions that our ancestors have made actually stick with us. They, they stay in our DNA. They stay in our consciousness. And... From that point forward, we we end up in these situations that seem to be like a vicious cycle. We're not able to move beyond a certain set point of finances. And only 10% of the individuals go beyond what their parents have made. Mm -hmm. And and so how do you... you get into that that lineage. I mean, look, I'm, I'm a big believer that, uh, you know, I didn't used to be, but now I really do believe that sort of our ancestral lineage really does affect us because how many generations old is our DNA, right? I mean, that's passed down generation to generation. So there is information in DNA and that affects, you know, today's life, even though it may be related to something that happened hundreds of years ago. So how do you go in and actually clear that? You find the energy of that first vowel. And the way you do that is 
is I the way I did that was mm-hmm. I actually seen somebody who was mystical enough so that they could sense the energy in my DNA and my family. Mm-hmm. And we were able to document this later oh. to when my ancestor came to America. Uh-huh. And what what happened is, is they, they took a vow of poverty because they joined the church. They became a deacon. Uh. They came to America as a, as a missionary. Mm-hmm. And it was it was so uncanny when after this after having this done i found out that they were accurate they actually knew that there was a vow of poverty now they didn't know the exact time period right or anything because right. they just went and felt it and once we were able to resolve that issue between the the accepting the vow of poverty and leaving that at with that generation rather than with all of us mm-hmm. that came after that, that's when my life really changed. I see. Now, now you have, I mean, you're a fairly, it would be fair to say you're a fairly spiritual person, yes? Yes. <laughs> but you've also had a, a life, a very... The practical life in in like like in the business world, correct? That's very correct, absolutely. And so, why don't you give our audience just a little bit of an idea? Because you know, sometimes people think that uh, oh, this person's so spiritual into this and that. Like, what do they know about money or anything? So maybe you can give our audience just a little uh, idea of like your background and and what you've done to support yourself over your life. Thank you, Sam, and I appreciate that. So what I've done is is, is a, a multitude of jobs when I was younger, and I because I was so poor, I just had to find something outside of um, anything that was illegal. I, I did not do anything illegal. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wanted to clarify that, because sometimes right. when you say, oh, you were young, you were desperate... <laughs> <laughs> people people kind of let their minds wander. So you weren't selling so drugs on the street corner, right? Ask my neighbors, do you, do you have laundry you need me to wash? Do you, do you want me to take care of your yard? Um, I was looking for a job at the same time, and the, the economy wasn't that great at that time. Right. So I eventually started doing errands and bringing elderly people to their doctor's appointments or picking up groceries for them. Mm-hmm. I would clean people's houses who got back from the hospital from surgery. And that led me into home health care. Ah. And I started taking care of a family, and I did that for over 20 years. Wow. And wow. in my 30s, I also received my degree for business administration and financial services. I had a double major. Ah, Okay. So I have a very practical side of bookkeeping, accounting, financial services, and business administration. And then I also have my other side where I, I was working in home health care. I went from just being a, a gopher, as I called myself, <laughs> that's not the technical term they call us, right. to being a chief executive director. Wow. 
Yeah. So it's like you were willing to do, you know, what you needed to do and really, you know, put effort into, you know, finding work. Nothing, you know, it's like nothing was beneath you. You know, you needed to support yourself. So you went out and you did whatever it took to support yourself. That's correct. Absolutely. So when did you start to sort of merge, you know, sort of that energetic spiritual side with your practical business side? I I started to merge that on my little side gigs, as Mm -hmm. I called them. And I didn't really charge a lot because it was something I did for fun. That was in my early 20s. Oh, okay. So you've been doing it for a while. Yes, I've been doing it for, uh, for a long while. Hmm. And and I started it because in my early twenties it was that clearing that I that I had, and also finding the inner peace foundation, which really helped me with with not just the energy side of things because I yeah. I had to prove things scientifically before I believed them. Ah. So that's why I went hunting and wanted to find out. Really, I have some family genetic stuff, so I I literally started hunting through the archives of records that my grandmother made. So I was fortunate oh, wow. that she documented our family through the 1400s. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So then, um, you know, now, so let's bring it up to the present. So now you're known as the mystic wealth creator. So what is Correct. it that you actually do to help people to really um, live a more prosperous and an abundant life today? So what I actually do today is I empower individuals to really look at what are their thoughts so that they can find out where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. And then I also work with them energetically to clear the energy that might be around any agreements that their family might have with poverty. Mm-hmm. We work on not just mindset, but we work on finding your personal innate gifts. What what are you meant to bring here? Right. And then I I can tell you through your facial features and through your body features, what is your soul trying to tell you? What are your soul attributes? What are you bringing into this world? And if you focus on what your soul attributes are, along with finding what your unique gifts are, that's when you start breaking the, the past and start really moving forward. Okay, Lucy. Well, uh, we need to take a commercial break. I'm going to take it a little early, but when we come back, I'm wondering if maybe in the I'll give you a little bit of time to think about maybe an example or a story of sort of a client you work with who like what they were dealing with when they came to see you, you know, how you worked with them and then what the result was so that we can give our audience sort of an idea of, of what it looks like. Okay. Okay, great. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Lucy McMonigal, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. 
This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Lucy McMonagall, um, a, a mystic wealth creator. Um, and of course, we're also live on our Facebook live stream. Dennis, good afternoon to you, too. Thank you so much. So, Lucy, I was wondering if you could give us an example of, of how you kind of do your work. Like, give us a client example of someone who came to see you, what they were dealing with, and, and sort of how things transformed from clear doing your sort of generational clearing with them? So one of the things, in, and I'm not going to name names, of because course. I, I do like to keep my clients confidential. Um, you can see testimonies on my website. One of the clients that uh, was having tremendous amounts of difficulties trying to get her business to go forward, she would get a couple of clients and then she wouldn't get any or clients would come to her and, and they'd really want to see her and work with her and they couldn't, she just couldn't seem to get anybody that could even quote unquote afford her or pay for her, her services. Right. And we, we did the generational clearing and we started working with one another and the, the clearing opened up the door for her to go from one or two discovery sessions a month to about three or four within the next couple of days, which was oh. pretty good. And as we worked, we, we did some more clearing because it, the, the generational clearing was just the beginning. And when she started finding her actual unique gifts and she started accepting them and incorporating them into business, she went from just that, that three or four sessions after the clearing to having a day and a half book back to back with all discovery sessions and she was able to pick up over 60% of those clients that she had discovery sessions with. Wow. Wow. Um, and, and so when you did the generational clearing, what, what did you kind of find in her lineage? What, what was the blockage there for her? Several, several of the blockages that were for her were anxiety, uh, self-worth issues, Poverty, uh, acceptance, um, not believing in her power, mm. and I also discovered that there was there was links between the, the women were were supposed to be homebodies. They were supposed to be uh, raising their children only right. and not providing a source of income. So when we were able to really start clearing. Her issue that she, that her female family had 
with the male patterns. Mm-hmm. And she was able to track this back. She looking at her mom, her grandmother, her great-grandmother, and she noticed all of them were stay-at-home moms. Ah, she decided okay. she wanted to start being the breadwinner that that completely changed the dynamics, but she still had that pattern where she should be relying on, on somebody else for income. Gotcha. Now, when you after you did this clearing, did she do, I mean, just physically, did she do anything different or did, was she just still doing the same things, but just now that the energy was different, people started responding differently? Both. She hmm. did start doing things differently because she felt so much more confident. Uh, she had this feeling of, I can do anything, I can accomplish anything. Mm. And she started taking more action instead of procrastination. Ah, gotcha. See, so again, the action part is important. I mean, we have to pay attention to the energy side. We have to pay attention to how we feel, how we show up, the energy that we're bringing to the situation. But once that is in alignment, then the actions change as well, don't they? That's correct. Right, right. So I'm, I'm sure we have, you know, people listening um, who are thinking to themselves, well, well, that's great, but like, what can I do on my own? Do you have any suggestions or recommendations to people listening to this of like, you know, what can they do to try and start to uncover maybe what are some of their generational blocks that are keeping them from achieving more in their life? One of the main things that you can start doing is really starting to figure out what patterns have been going on. Ask your family members, take notice, pay attention. Have you had any patterns that are repetitive? Are there things in your family that just seem uncanny? Do you have circumstances where there's a repetitive uh, depression? Do you have um, family members that are, are repetitively using certain words like, I'm broke all the time, or or, or belief systems that, that might be hindering you? Right. Yeah, like paying attention to language of what comes out of a yeah. person's mouth really kind yeah. of uh, uh, shows you what they believe in, doesn't it? Because... You know, if we have a certain belief, it's going to show up in our language. Correct. It will. Right, right. And and then the other thing that they, they might want to do is I have this 21 days magical money manifestation tips that mm-hmm. they can also get. Oh, wonderful. And where can they find that? They can find that at my name, Lucy McMonagle, L-U-C-I-M-C-M-O-N-A-G-L-E dot com slash Sam, (laughs) S-A-M. That's wonderful. So, yes, just go to her website slash Sam, which is me. And so this way she'll know all the wonderful people that that have listened to this show that have come to them. So uh, thank you for offering that to our audience, Lucy. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. 
Wonderful. And a big shout out to Jennifer and Kai for joining us on the Facebook live stream. Um, so, Lucy, how would you say what you do is different from, uh, you know, other people who do sort of he- healings and clearings? Um, what, what's kind of unique about Lucy? What makes her different? What makes me different is I combined the 20-plus years of experience of seeing and working with different healers and also developing my own system so that I am able to completely pinpoint what's going on and then we label it with a name. Mm. And from there, I am able to really start looking at how to bring up your soul gift. So if I look at your face, I can tell you what your soul attributes are. Ah. Where most healers and other mystics, they they can't tell you what your soul attributes are in addition to doing the clearing. So I clear the negative energy, and then we bring out what you're truly supposed to bring into the world. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, So I'm going to put you on the spot for a minute, if that's okay. Absolutely. So, so we've met in person. We're, we're both members of the Evolutionary Business Council. We met uh, just recently out in Oceanside, California at a wonderful, wonderful deep dive retreat. So I'm wondering yeah. if maybe if you can recall my face and you, you know, what it was like to be with me, if you could pull out maybe uh-huh. one of my soul gifts. So one of your soul gifts that you're meant to bring out into the world is that you're supposed to bring more peace and harmony into the world Ah. through your own personal relationships, but also through your voice Ah. and through your writings. And if you haven't written much, if you haven't written your book yet, because I I don't know you (laughs) that well, you're really supposed to bring in your gifts through writing and through your voice. Ah, Well, good thing I have a radio show then, isn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) And believe it or not, I actually do have the rough workings of a book already. I've I've taken, you know, I've been doing blogging for for a a few years now. And um, uh, I I actually have something that that is about 200 pages long. It, It needs to be edited. It needs to be worked on a little bit. I'm looking for somebody to work with and I just haven't had time yet. So I do have that book. Um, that uh, will be coming out. I can't say when, but it is going to, just, I'm going to start working on that a bit. And I actually do have an idea for sort of a, a spiritual science fiction action adventure series. So um, I do have uh, uh, some ideas running around and just uh, about uh, creating the time to get it all done. So that very much is in alignment. So thank you for oh, that, Lucy. I really appreciate that. Yes, and I, I believe you're going to have that book out in 2018. Ah, wonderful. Thank you. I I, uh, I, I can see that happening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm encouraging that to happen in 2018 for you, Sam. Okay, great. Thank you, Lucy. Um, okay, so believe it or not, we're coming to the end of our show. So please, you know, let our audience know how can they get in touch with you? How can they find out more about you and your services? The best way to get in touch with me is to connect with me via Facebook at my name, Lucy McMonicle with the number one. They can connect with me on LinkedIn. Just look for my name or Twitter. 
and they can go to my website at lucymcmonicle.com. Awesome, Lucy. Wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time out to come onto the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate you, Sam. And thank you for uh, your graces when I had technical difficulties and I was not able to call in. <laughs> no worries. No worries. I'm used to having to uh, do some fancy footwork when things like that happen. So have yourself a great day, Lucy. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. And so just a a couple of quick announcements uh, for our audience. I just want to uh, let people know that we're having a little bit of change of the Thursday lineup. Actually, this week is kind of going to be the last week of having Kai Cole show our daily magic before my show, the Conscious Consultant Hour. And Adam's show, Is It Plugged In?, is actually going to move down from the 2 p.m. slot to the 3 p.m. slot. Kai's show is going to go into the 2 p.m. slot. And Adam is actually going to premiere a new name uh, for his show. So um, if you want to keep up to date on all the changes, make sure you go to our website, talkradio.nyc. Sign up for our newsletter so you can keep up to date on the latest schedule changes. Lots of things happening between now and the end of the year. So um, you really want to keep in touch with that so you know everything that's happening. And I also just want to remind my audience that, you know, I do a lot of healing, coaching, uh, facilitation work myself. And if any of the things that I said throughout the broadcast today, over the last several weeks, if there's something that I said that touches you, that reaches you, that, 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 you know, make something click in the back of your mind and and you would like an opportunity to perhaps explore working with me uh, more personally, please reach out to me. You, Of course, you can get a hold of me here at the Double Diamond Wellness Center. Our number is 212-721-8183 or feel free to email me at sam at the conscious consultant.com. You can find me on Facebook at Sam Leibowitz, on Twitter at Sam Leibowitz. That's spelled L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z. Jennifer Hillman, thank you so much. Glad you enjoyed the show. Um, Again, please feel free to share the Facebook live stream video. If you've got something out of it, you think it's worth watching and listening to, please feel free to share it with your audiences and let's help get the word out there. So it's the end of another show. Please stay tuned for Oscar Nordstrom and his show Off the Beaten Path talking about, oh, I don't know, history, science, sports, all kinds of amazing things. I think it's something, uh, a really valuable show. I learn a lot every time I listen to his show every week. So please stay tuned for him, followed by Is It Plugged In with Adam Weinberg, and we will speak to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
want to connect with. Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 